I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, I'm Sarah Pascoe. Hello, I'm Carrie Lloyd, And we're weird about books. We love to read. We read too much. We talk too much. About the too much that we've read. Which is why we've created the The Weirdos Weirdos Book Club. Join us. A space for the lonely outsider to feel accepted and appreciated. A place for the person who'd love to be in a real book club, but doesn't like wine or nibbles. Or being around other people. Is that you? Join us. Check out our Instagram, at Sarah and Carriad's Weirdos Book Club, for the upcoming books we're going to be discussing. You can read along. And share your opinions. Or just skulk around in your raincoat like the weirdo you are. Thank Thank you for reading with us. We We like reading with you. This week's book guest is Yellowface by R.F. Kwong. What's it about? It's about a failing writer who steals a friend's manuscript and publishes it as her own. What qualifies it for the Weirdos Book Club? Well, this writer will stop at nothing to maintain her own success, even if that means eventually joining sides with the alt-right. In this episode, we discuss cultural appropriation, casting, authorship, loneliness, ambition, panel shows, and joining us this week are Emily Lloyd Saney and Anna Long Brophy, a.k.a. Egg. They are a brilliant comedy double act who have sold out Edinburgh and been seen on Channel 4's Harry Hill's Club Night and heard regularly on Radio 4. They are also the hosts of the very brilliant Terribly Famous podcast. Trigger warning, in this episode we do discuss racism and bias. We are here with Egg Comedy. Hello. Oh, I know. Wait, no, you have to start again. Why? Just because. Just Egg. Just Egg. Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm it's not because. Go- I'm not going to start again. I want that machine to be in there. Genreless Egg. <laughs> no, but then you've got us going, no, you have to start again. No, I like it. I do. I, I love a bit of drama we at the start of an episode. Well, you choose a name that's three letters long and is one of the most used words in the English language, it you, turns out. <laughs> you can't Google us you, as Egg and find us. So we had yeah. to. Add com- and also there's so many Instagram and Twitter accounts just about eggs. Imagine oh. if you just put egg into Google. Yeah. yeah. You'll not find us. And if you put egg comedy, <laughs> you still won't find us. No. Because then I'd find no, some, fun- some funny videos of people frying eggs and dropping yeah. off yeah. and that we kind of thing. We did our, f- our second live show was called Richard Pictures because it was like a play on dick pics. Mm. If you oh. put egg Richard Pictures, you get Richard Madeley holding an egg. <laughs> <laughs> Advertising your Edinburgh show. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's a nice man. <laughs> we so are done. here with Egg. 
Yeah. Woo-woo. But if you do want to find us anyway, you have to type A comedy and then our names. <laughs> and then this podcast. Anna and Emily. But I think it's fine to start like this. Yeah, fine. <laughs> it's a very relaxed show. This is the most people we've ever had. Yeah, this is the, the most podcast. people we've ever had. This is very exciting. Well, so it's historic. This week we are reading Yellow Face, which has been a huge hit. Massive. It was a huge hit before it was even released. Yes. Which is ironic because the book is oh about... Oh my God. Yeah, the hype. Come on. It's about Let's the hype. Get into it. One of my friends has a nine-year-old. And Congratulations. This is, thank you. Uh, <laughs> and so... Um, and she was saying she knew how successful this book was because her nine-year-old said to her, so should I read Yellowface? <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's like, then you know you're reaching. Wow. Yeah, it was everywhere and it's done extremely well. I don't think it's even out in paperback yet. No, no it's absolutely no, no, it's and not. It's a real conversation starter. Yes. And that's what you want is a great book that only not only do you want to recommend it to your friends, you want to talk to them about it. Yeah, yeah. I walked past a massive poster of this on the tube holding this and I Ooh. felt like a real prick. Real, real <laughs> yeah. mainstream. Real, real mainstream. mainstream. You should take, I hope you took a selfie. No, I was too embarrassed. Hashtag walking. I was like, oh. Hashtag prick. I saw a really <laughs> upsetting review of this book oh. that said... It looks so cool when you're walking around holding this book because the cover's so cool. I mi- I that completely disagree. I'm the, sorry. Well, uh, you can. I, I, I think the co- if you think I this cover's cool, that's the a bit, cover. That's I a bit know. complicated, but also, isn't it? you've left a review being like, yes, this you can walk around holding this but book. But sometimes reviewers haven't read the things or seen the yeah. things. Right. So that, if I was a reviewer and I've got a, you know, 800 words tomorrow morning... I would probably start going, well, the cover is yellow. <laughs> I like the font. It's when you say the lighting was great, isn't it? Yeah. Um, great Anna, use of space. Anna, why do you not like it? I, I really don't like yeah, it. Yeah, tell us. Talk about it. Well, uh, I, I am an East Asian woman and I just feel like, I mean, first of all, I hate all three fonts. That <laughs> Anna, that's quite really an achievement. Oh, look, I don't have any of those because I don't have, it was out before the bestseller, oh, my one. We've all got yeah, slightly different right. versions. Yeah. So I don't like, like the tone of yellow. Yeah, and it's I a strong yellow. The, the, I don't like the eyes. Mm. So do you think, being contrary, is it supposed to be agitating? Well, it's <laughs> like interesting, it. isn't it? Because there's so I many... I like we on Newsnight. <laughs> Perhaps it's supposed to I'm be. I'm trying to bring more of a Newsnight <laughs> yeah, vibe. Yeah. Jeremy Paxman vibes. There's, it's such a sort of meta book that you're like, it discusses, mm. you know, choosing cover art in the book. Yeah, and yeah, And I'm yeah. like, oh, did she get a choice in this? Is it a joke on a joke of it, like her choosing it? Like, there's a lot of that about so, this yeah. book. So much unpacking, yeah. yeah. Did you enjoy it? Just let's begin there on the level of enjoyment or is that too complicated? Not just the cover, the entire <laughs> book. <laughs> okay. Anna didn't read it. She <laughs> liked the cover. She didn't like it, so she but threw it away. it's good to carry around. Yeah. <laughs> no, I have to say... I hated it. Let's go with it. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You're oh. not the only person. I, I have found talking to people about it, either it's like, oh my God, I loved it, or people are like, I do not know what the fuss is about. Right. But also, I had very strong reactions. Yeah. I found the themes so interesting, mm. but the book itself, the first half, real page turner mm. for me. And then I texted you, didn't I, saying, it's making me feel so anxious, all this social media. Mm. and the, the, So anxious, It's making me feel yeah. so anxious. And then as we get to the, I guess we would say the horror part of it without spoiling it, yeah. I was like, Mm. I really enjoyed it the first time I read it. I, I just, I loved the page turn aspect of it, of just being like, oh, God, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And then I messaged a person I know and they said, um, oh, it was so ridiculous. And then this happened, this happened. And I was like, oh, I had not, like I'd been so caught up in it. Mm-hmm. I hadn't questioned any logic. But right. also for me, mm. it ticks a lot of boxes of just what I've, over the last few years realised is the kind of art I don't like. Mm-hmm. I, for example, I did not enjoy the film Tar. Because I do not like great performance. I don't like films about, or books, it turns out, about 
unlikable central characters. Yeah, she's just, very unlikable. Who just, have no compunction with being absolute pricks. Can I also <laughs> just interrupt to say Anna yeah. did call that film out to Kate Blanchett herself. Yeah, Clay, and then, I said and then, Clay, but I meant Kate. And then Blanchett. I took a photo with her. Yeah, with a hover hand. You saw. You went up to Kate and you were like, no. "Gotta say, no, she didn't go not up to Kate. Fave. She stood on a podium in front of no hundreds I said, of people." I actually no. met Kate Blanchett before <laughs> and said. Oh hi, I'm hosting the event. So I was giving yeah. uh, hosting an awards event, and I was like, "She's like, oh great, oh great, yeah, yeah. Is it going to be televised? Is it long?" No, I was like, "No." Um, and then I was like, "I'm going to mug you off in the beginning. Is that all right?" She's like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> Go for it." And so I did. And I was <clears> like, <throat> "Kate's cleared this." But she thought it was jokey. But you were like, "I mean it. I didn't <laughs> like tar. This isn't comedy." Well, in a way, I sort of made a joke about like finally a woman getting to gaslight other women. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But it's sort of similar to this it was like if this book was about a man I'd be like no absolutely not reading it I I also kind of get we're meant to dislike the character she Mm. makes herself very unlikable yeah it's intentional the author isn't making a mistake yeah it's just sometimes hard to spend time with something that someone's done intentionally but then you're like oh this is a this is a brown woman writing as a white woman so you're like saying it's wrong to write for a brown woman and these are the cultural differences we're gonna er erase and omit and you've made her so so it, I think it would be so much more interesting if she were, you were like a bit on her side sometimes. I, I think I was times. a bit on her side. I was such she times. She just doesn't. Did you feel like it was almost a caricature of a white woman then? Exactly. Should white woman like, be offended, you're saying? <laughs> we should have been offended. But there do was, you think like, oh, it makes her racism not nuanced? There and were it, times when I was like, wow, what a dum-dum. And then I thought, no, but... Uh, but uh, an East Asian woman has written this. So it's it's like she's writing her so on the blunt edge yeah. of idiocy. There's no explanation for why when she's thinking of her next books, it is all East Asian. Like I'm like, well, she, mm. she says that she's, that she's done the research for it. Yeah, <laughs> she I've doesn't want to do research. anymore. I might as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I've done the research for that now. Might as well. But say. she's like terrified to go to Chinatown. Yeah, that was odd. Like, like, very, and, and, and because you've also created a, a central character that has no friends, no contact mm. with the outside world. Like, for me, very little is happening other than, and I'm the same as you, like, social media stresses me out, all of this stuff, mm, like, yeah. this kind of, like, building. I was like, oh, this is actually my worst nightmare. But she doesn't, it's all just within the echo chamber. Mm. And I'm like, so she's just a nightmarish, like, right at the, you know, the first half when everything's going, I think it's not a spoiler to say, Quite well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone's saying she's a genius writer and she's becoming the the hot new thing. It's everyone working. wants a piece of her. Her yeah. sort of nefarious plan is working. I was like, wouldn't it be more interesting <clears throat> if she was racked with guilt here? Mm. She's like, oh, I feel terrible. I'm, I'm doing so well and off the back of something that bad that I did. And then when the shit starts to hit the fan, then we can be like, oh, but she's buckling in. She's not. Mm. She's not giving into it. But she's just like, yep. Yeah, I deserve this. <laughs> I deserve. I wrote this. I deserve it. You're like, yeah. I kind of liked that Sorry, about her though, because it because it made it sort of. There was something. Um, oh, what, what do I mean? Like this is a weird, like Bette Midler esque of just like this is my like something like <laughs> yes, yeah, I'm like, a monster. What's kind the of, redemption for that? Yeah. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Do you know the first yeah. bit that I found? Um, really disappointing was not to do with any of the plot well it was to do with the plot is when she's grieving not grieving Mm. for her friend and I thought oh that's such an interesting 
observation when you, um, at the risk of being on the wrong podcast, mm. Carrie, um, <laughs> you feel okay, like you don't okay. have a right to grieve yeah, yes. someone that you didn't really know and you're in complete denial. Well, we didn't even know each other. And I thought, oh, she is grieving. She's really upset. And she wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> and, was like, also, and that keeps coming up. I'm like, do we believe you? Do we not? Yeah. But going back to that friendship and that character dies yeah. very early on. Yeah, but, that's not... But what's, what you have is two people who are not friends but familiar, but the idea of success and jealousy, I mean, we all work in careers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I think yeah, she yeah. captures that well, she does. really well. I think yeah. there are people who are so embittered they don't have friends yes, because yeah. the difficulty right. of having friends is you do have to be happy for their success and hear about it yeah. yes. and, and watch it close <clears throat> up. Yeah. And, and that's interesting because towards the end, there is a bit, the bit that I found the most interesting where she was being like, actually, were we friends? Mm. And it starts to unpack. I think far too late in the game. I was like, so they did hang out all the time at college. Mm. So they did. That might it's have been so notes from an can't... editor of someone yeah. going, could you actually just at this point, we hate just you. care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, because I was like, oh, they, so they did use, to, she was the first person you called, that Athena called. When well, she, I find yeah. it interesting. So, so you had a relationship. Her friend is very, fame. very, very, very successful. And, you know, like hailed as one of the great new writers. And then, you know, our, our character. June. June. June, thank you. Um, June, gets the success that Athena had. And it's almost like she refused to understand her friend until she had it. And the moment I liked is when she was like, oh, the one person I want to call mm-hmm. is Athena. Yeah. Because it's like, I felt like, oh, when you get to those high echelons of, of success, you can only be friends with successful people. Yeah. Because they're the only ones that get it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what June was what angry and jealous about, which was true, is that she wasn't as successful. Mm-hmm. And so... She, um, Athena was always kind of calling down to her like oh this happened to me I've got a Netflix mm. show and I'm doing this and and it burnt June up inside but then when June got there it was like oh I see it's so you do only want to talk to someone yeah. so I thought it was quite honest about success yes. and it's interesting because I guess if you from Athena's point of view she's trying to she doesn't have any successful close friend you know yeah, so she's yeah, trying yeah. to she be has like, jealousy can we yeah, try and jealous. maintain really this relationship she has jealousy and also what she's experiencing <laughs> is the pushback against you know there's lots and lots of discussion about how the problems in publishing in terms of the editors the advances mm. and then what happens is if you have uh, a writer who is very very successful the pushback against them the yeah. fact that this is a book about a white writer who thinks that an, a Chinese American woman had it easier than her yes. yeah. in an industry which yeah. is absolutely biased the other way and that was like another thing where I was like this is my life I don't need to read about well, I, yeah, I can understand that I felt that rereading it because I was like I'm gonna admit it I was like oh I did not pick up on all of this racism the first time round. Like I was so involved in the plot that I, I forgave her a lot more, June. But then yeah. that's another that's lesson for us. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's really what I mean. Whereas you thing. on first read were like, oh, bang, there it is, there it yeah. is. Yeah, Whereas yeah. I was like, I definitely picked up on it. But you didn't think, oh, I say things like that at funerals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But, but I definitely, the second read was like, I actually um, made a note of myself because I was like, oh, page six, she's racist. <laughs> and I was like, genuinely, I was like, when I read that the first time, I don't think I picked it up on page six. Because she says, like, really racist on what six. What did she say? Oh, she's, I'm just brown-eyed, brown-haired June Hayward from Philly. No matter how hard I work or how well I write, I'll never be Athena Lou. Yeah. And she's saying, you know, because she's, she's Chinese-American and to, yeah. she's exotic. She's and saying she's a got, beautiful yeah. Yale-educated, I, yeah. ambiguously queer woman of colour. Yeah. Famously easy for <laughs> But I do wonder if it's, yeah, for as a a white reader, it was causing different questions for me. (laughs) That's so interesting. Of like, 
oh and then having to be like okay this is not written by a white woman this is so what is what is being parodied here and what's what am I being asked to think about whereas the first time I was so into the plot of just like oh what's gonna happen next how's she gonna get away with this how's she gonna go mm. I'm so stressed yeah. and the yeah. social media stuff I was just like oh god 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 and yeah so perhaps what your perspective is more like we've got oh, the lenses on oh, you got so your lenses on yeah, yeah it's yeah. very interesting because Which, yeah. I would imagine that the author is writing you know she's a, writing for a majority white audience well you when know, you see that back queen. picture of her you're oh like oh my god she's stunning she is, is a she not how athena she describes Lou. athena yeah, basically yeah. a martial scholar chinese english translator astounding award-winning hugo nebula locus world fantasy award <laughs> she's won all the awards going and she's, she's an excellent chinese studies yeah. from cambridge msc she's, from she's Oxford, done the research and guys doing a phd <laughs> at yale she might as well stick to this but she must be very Asian. aware she must be very aware then of how the, the jealousy her. she yeah, provokes. Yeah, the jealousy she thought. provokes. Yeah. Also, she does mention in the book that authors have to do a war novel. Yes. And you're yeah. like, hmm. Nominated author of the Poppy War Trilogy. Yeah, I that. <laughs> That's a little in joke. Uh, yeah. There's a yeah. lot. I mean, speaking to people in publishing, this is this was like huge in publishing because they felt like it kind of revealed a lot mm. about what goes on behind the scenes. Um, and well, the thing about advances, yeah. Is, yeah, is is so fascinating. From I would I would assume most people who like reading, yeah, you think, well, I've never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That those runaway successes aren't word of mouth. That it, it's a real curated success. Being a runaway success novel, what someone might think in their head of yeah. what that would be, and then you open it and go, oh, it's just like a thriller, page turn. But crucially, they've yeah. bought it. Yes. Yeah. Either way, yes. they've bought it. But I always feel sorry for people. Oh, yeah. I feel sorry when people slag off Fleabag because I feel like you wouldn't slag it off unless it had been such a runaway success. And yeah. then I feel like there's still a person who made it. She might see this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's yeah. what I like about this book is I feel like it's it does that with nuance in that you have June starting of like, oh, it's easy for Athena, it's easy to write a book. Then she has a bestseller and she's like, oh, everybody wants a piece of me. And then they all start turning on her and all the op-eds come out about like, oh, she's not this and she's not that good. Mm. And then it sort of comes back round when people start criticising Athena yeah. for not being supportive or not being Chinese enough or supporting yeah. the wrong type of Chinese and politics. I've, I've definitely experienced, I think, a lot of that where actually, well, the way I see it, the, the community is so used, rightly so, is so used to kind of fighting the... Uh, terrible oppression and mis, you know, misjudgments and things like that. Um, and, and we get really good at it. We're like, hang on, that's not right. Hang on, that's not right. Very important calling out. And then things start to get better. And they're like, but I've I'm got so good at pointing the finger. Point this finger now. Yeah. And there are times, lower, yeah, there are times I'm like, guys, we are literally jumping on each other yeah. and creating Ferraris, which actually make people go, well, I'm not going to touch this yeah. Asian stuff because clearly we're going to make a mistake and people are going to get angry or I'm not going to commission this because last time they did that, they said they weren't being Chinese enough. Or they weren't. Mm. I'm like, oh, it's just, it's the it's it's the opposite of what you're saying, Sarah, mm. which is when you people criticise Fleabag, you're like, someone made that and they might see mm. it. People just not thinking that at all and being yeah. like, fuck you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. And I do think the book kind Stressful. of captured that that element of like especially the social media element when like they turn on june for um culturally appropriating a, a story and she the publishers make her change her name to juniper song yeah. which is kind of culturally ambiguous they take a picture of her in like golden light so she looks a little bit not a lot more brown than white perhaps yeah. and then she's she's attacked for that but then they attack athena for that and then someone else writes a big piece of like and also i thought she captured the idea 
that happens in social media of like, right, everyone should be fired. Everyone should, like, rather than like, oh, well, something's happened here that's interesting, let's talk about it, let's all have a think about what's happened. Yeah, yeah. but although she is cancelled, yeah. time and time again, she is always fine. Yeah, she is, that's She's so true. Always, even at the lowest of lows, she fine. tells us how fine she is. Yes. Financially, like, obviously, emotionally, yeah. but, you know. And her work starts being picked up by... The alt right. This is so interesting. Okay, <laughs> and so. it becomes it's because she's been cancelled. A whole new set of mm. people are like, "Well, we protect white women." Who's mm-hmm. well, isn't that so true? Yeah. I looked up on the way here. I was looking up, so I was remembering what was that novel where the woman was accused of um, culturally appropriating, but it was already massive, and it was American Dirt. Yes, yes, that was very. So I looked it yeah, up, yeah. and thinking I was about to find lots of sort of like you know, three-star, problematic mm. kind of... Re- and it's not, it's the opposite. Everything is five stars. Yeah. Because I think people came out... I mean, it, apparently it's really good, and it did make me want to read it, actually. Because it's <laughs> like a page turn. Yeah. But, oh, but like a the, the reviewers wrote their review, as in, like, the New Yorker and the yeah, Guardian, yeah. wrote their reviews before anyone brought up the fact that maybe it wasn't quite appropriate. Yeah. yeah. And then... Yeah, people came up to bat for it, going, doesn't matter, it's amazing. And that's it. It's Including, up, like, Oprah. Coming up to bat for it, isn't yeah. it? It's like, that. she describes that really well, I think, uh, that idea of, like, everyone takes a side, everyone takes a team, and either you're for it or against it, and they, they, you lose that idea of, like, which June does keep coming back to, of, well, if I didn't tell this story, it wouldn't have existed, but you're also really right, Emily, that she's fine. Like, she's never not going to be... And I do think part of that is her ruthless character. She is is so ruthless. But also really naive. Yeah, true. There are some decisions that she makes where I think, uh, a young Emily might have been... gone, okay, I'll make that publishing decision because this person wants to work with me, not Mm. realising, oh, no, they are essentially Satan. Have you watched Dream Scenario? No. Yeah. There is a Nick Mm-mm. Cage film out at the moment that I watched while I was reading this. And some of the themes, I was like, you know, and it's just, uh, I'm, I'm mm. reading that right now. But just in terms, someone says to him in that film, if the French love you, you're doing something wrong. Oh, which is what they say in they, this that's book. That's what they say. Yeah, so yeah. I'm like, all these public, and he's writing a book. Oh, and he goes to a publisher Why? and it's what's not what he the, dreamed. What's wrong with the French? Well, hey guys, we were all know, thinking it. What's wrong with the French? The no. joke is that French people only like French literature and it's a very like closed, much more snobby so mm. if they like you, it, you're not going to be commercially successful. Oh, I see. So it's not that you don't have worse. No, no, it's like if the because her sale is her international <laughs> okay. rights, isn't it? It's like oh, you haven't sold in France, but don't worry. Like if they like you, you're not going to sell anywhere. She's becoming a very niche art house writer, basically. Right. Yeah. I think that's what the joke yeah. is. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like a compliment. This, this conversation, and I do think it's a. I think lots of things can be true at the same time, especially in this. Um, Again, yeah. this is why you'll never get yourself in that no. in this situation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the idea of what writers can write, yeah. who actors can play, mm-hmm. which is a discussion I don't have an answer. I wouldn't yeah. have an answer to. But it would be too reductive to say people can only write from experience, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lit- yeah. literal experience. Yeah. You know, people who haven't had children can't write about parents yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Uh, or vice versa yes. that you can't write a motherless. Can't write older than you character. are because you've never been that old. It's interesting because we're having that sort of discussion in the book and then you keep having to remind yourself because she's so convinced Ooh. of her own mm. lie she did not write the book yeah. <laughs> yeah, there is that do you know what there i mean but she really she did she edits the book but it's an interesting thing because it's like you're like yeah you're right that's true oh but actually it's 
still it's not. But they they yeah. are arguing a lot of the time. The arguments are this white woman doesn't know f- shit about East Asian culture. Mm. She stole it from an East Asian woman. It's like yeah. those two things can't be the same. Yeah. Either it's authentically Asian and written from an she, Asian like, perspective. The, the thing she gets criticised for, she's like, anyway, Athena wrote that bit about Armand Eyes, not me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, oh God, like, well then, is Athena like exploiting her own experience? Or like, is, like, is there yeah. is there a message or a question that if she had properly credited yeah. the other author and been honest right from the beginning, then the book she wrote wouldn't be problematic. But she it wouldn't have, have been a success as successful I think is what she's I feel like that's what the book's saying as personally successful for her yeah and it wouldn't have been it's not because that's I also think it it brings up an argument about art that we always want art to come from an individual and we want to then hail that individual as a genius yeah and then we knock them down whereas actually the truth is art books comedy everything takes a team of people yeah and actually what she's saying is yeah Athena wrote this it wasn't it wasn't finished because she yeah. died before it's finished I made it better an editor made it better publishing made the, made this a and thing and the reader does a huge amount of work and the audience mm. like that's why after I've had a bad gig someone's like that was shit I go well 90% of that was you yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we all subscribe to that <laughs> yeah there's a bit actually in the book where it seems to be commenting on the group experience which is you know she goes to teach uh, a class this is not really a spoiler but she's like being a good person for once in her life <laughs> being <laughs> but, a good teacher yeah, yeah being a good teacher and being like competent and connecting with people and then she kind of gets and knocked her confidence and just tears them all apart um but between those two uh, days she sees all these young writers, these kind of high schoolers, all sort of crammed around a table kind of collaborating. And that's what I love about working with you, Emily. And (laughs) And she's so isolated. It really Mm. is making a point for how completely isolated she is in her like nice apartment. Because if you want to be the person that gets all the gold, then it can be only you that does the work. Mm-hmm. And that's what she's living that that problem of like she doesn't want to be the she doesn't want to be alone but she wants to be the only one that says you did it well done congratulations mm-hmm. you and yeah. that's like you can't have that either you work as a team and you understand oh I'm I'm a small cog in this big machine or you're like the f- fated writer that does is or a genius you pay people to be friends with you. <laughs> hey. We got the money. Well, I want a direct option. debit from Sarah Start and it's worked really well. <laughs> if you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm lip fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I would have really liked, not that I've got it in me to write novel or structure to this at all, but I would have <laughs> I really liked that. if... When Athena, well, that fateful night, mm. if she'd found that Athena was working on a really similar project to her, yes. like if she had been inspired by her, yeah. and she was like, no, 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 I'm finishing my, I'm going to make it amazing. And then it came out that Athena had, because I wanted so much to like her and mm. I wanted so much to believe mm. her. And I thought that would be a really interesting journey. But she needs the a blank, foil. She can't work the bl- on a blank exactly. page, which yeah. I do think is true for people when they come to write it. It's me. It's oh, really yeah, good. It's, it's really me. That's why we're a double act. Yeah. <laughs> but funny enough, she is a good editor. Lots she, of creative people, there is that battle of like, am I making a choice to have a nice life or do well at my chosen I think it would have been more profession. interesting if that was more of a struggle for her. Mm. She is so... But that's my own opinion because I... I guess that's my struggle where I'm like, I could try and pursue this to the height, but mm, that seems like a really dangerous thing and I prefer to have like a nice life with friends. And So you make the life choice. I make the life choice. Yeah. But and she but works with her friends. Being, <laughs> whilst being extremely successful, I'd just like to yeah. add that no. in. <laughs> like, guys, I'm just, I'm stepping out. But I don't show up on social. <laughs> See me on Netflix next <laughs> week. <laughs> because yeah, I know what you mean about the social media hashtag writing. You're, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, I'm scared of that because of that thing where she She's like, and then I just doom scrolled for seven when hours. When she said she literally, like, I went on to get my likes, so I felt better. Just like scrolling, searching for her yeah. name if anyone said anything. I was like, I, I find that really hard because mm. that would be my worst nightmare. Yeah, and usually that it's now that the internet exists, I think it's that's probably the first ever, the first time it happens to you. Oh, that's exciting! If oh my god, oh my god, yes. yeah, and, yeah. And never open that box again. And because the internet is a thing you can put down and switch off, it's yeah. not people shouting at you in the street. But she really doesn't do that ever yeah and she goes okay, into- she does right at the end doesn't she she's like i decided because she's been through so many storms she's like i turn my laptop off turn my phone watch friends got <laughs> drunk and it was like she knows what the internet she doesn't yeah. even need to see it she knows exactly what well, there's no dopamine in there yeah. either yeah. she's like i'll wait till the far right like it and also it's so, so horrible do you remember when john ronson wrote um you are publicly shamed yeah. and it was yes. about that woman who wrote a joke yeah on the got plane. on an airplane and then her phone was off for hours yeah. while the internet was getting so excited not only that there was a pylon but that she didn't know yet mm-hmm. and they were visualising the excitement the uh, the animal mob mob the mentality mob, mob, the, yeah. yes, this sort of the excitement they had that she was going to get a, a plane was going to land she would be told she could use her phone and it was about to her life was about to implode it just makes me feel really sick it does make you feel there's no enjoyment in it no. also she'd have to scroll back so much to see what's happened because I'd throw my phone in the bin and be <laughs> yeah. off because, yeah. no Change just because name. you open it to people going like oh my gosh her life's about to implode you're like why 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 yeah. why why send me back yeah. four hours how long was the flight <laughs> I don't know why I find so much <laughs> Freud in that yeah I'm part of the problem <laughs> Hey, oh, we all are. We all 
Beverly's mainly been I, this is a subplot in this novel you don't want to write yeah, yeah. about this person who's inspired <laughs> by a successful person. But this is also what <laughs> I do. Li- I do like this bit. I do enjoy it. I, I think it has. I its really flaws. enjoyed it. I think it has its flaws, but I, I like it because I think some of the topics it's calling are, and the way it deals with them especially when you can relate to comedy and acting rather than if you just move writing into comedy. Of yeah. Like the competitive nature, the social media pylon. We've all watched a pylon. We've all sat there and be like, oh, thank God that's not me. You said mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Or you see a, com- a comedian's name, you know, trending. You're like, fuck, what did they do? And then you're scrolling back and being like, oh, I mean, I saw that. And I remember thinking that was fine, but now everyone's saying it's not fine. Mm-hmm. Oh shit, what do I, think I need that's to think? Why, like, part of the reason why I didn't like it. Yes, because tent. I genuinely, I don't do any of those things because yeah. I find it way too distressing. Person. No, I'm no, just like, I, I can't. And so having to read about it, I was like, oh, I don't read don't get a chance to read that often and now I'm reading about my worst nightmare. <laughs> so it's that. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, question. Mm. This might not be, this might be too specific okay. for, for non-spoiler. But not for this book group. The, um, the second book. The second yeah. book. Change the first paragraph. Yeah, that yeah. was really annoying. Oh, that was really annoying. Yeah, I agree with you on that. But that's arrogance, isn't it? And that's the arrogance of someone who doesn't think like, they're going to be caught. Yeah. yeah, or who, or so also slightly mad. Who, who isn't thinks it? they shouldn't be questioned? Yes. Or like maybe she wanted to be caught. Because part of me, I was like, this is. Is it someone trying to end, like someone feels so guilty, they keep doing like a terrible murderer, like keep doing things that like, well, obviously you wanted to be caught because why would you not change the well, first paragraph? Well, it's interesting that, again, sorry, I just do feel like it relates mm. so much to my life but um, and to the community. But so often there will be things that like missteps by, you know, white producers, for example, <laughs> to pull an idea yeah. out of the, out the air. <laughs> Um, I'll try and imagine it. Yeah, I try, try. Okay. And you're like, all you had to do, let's say, this was years ago, mm. there was a play and there was a protest uh, by oh, yes. the East I remember this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, at the uh, print room. Yes. I think, yeah. And they were like, they cast uh, a play that was uh, set in China with all Chinese characters, all white people. Yeah. Yeah, not that long ago. Not that long wasn't ago. wasn't unusual. It was like, oh, okay. Yeah, it was like Really annoyed I didn't get seen for that. <laughs> <laughs> in that play when we the community sort of mm. spoke back they were like oh well first of all they said that um, China is an imaginary place <laughs> no no guys you don't understand China's an oh, imaginary look, place if you've never been there or done any research about it it's in your imagination, <laughs> it's in your imagination. Yes. and then they were like we could have cast you but we cast the best people for the job oh, oh wow and I well I thought I remember thinking all you had to do is just to cover your back you're yeah. like I'm always going to give it to Millicent and Richard <laughs> Oh, you're back. <laughs> I fucking Millicent Richard get everything right. <laughs> they get right. everything. Call them yeah. out. Um, all you had to do is see, was yeah, see, see some East yeah. Asian actors. And then you could have said, we did audition some East Asian actors. Unfortunately, they weren't right for the role. And the <laughs> level of astounding... They were right to play East Asian, people, East Asian yeah. set in East Asia. Um, it's but, just not imaginary enough. <laughs> yeah. People are looking at you're, people you're from the place. Like, you're acting like China is real. And, <laughs> I don't know. Weird. It's I very know. confronting. Yeah. Um, but just so often things yeah. like that happen where I'm like... Just from a purely an optics point of view, yeah. just a get bit, your apology right. Oh, yeah, you get your apology ready. You, you know, the the in the book, she she's offered uh, a sensitivity. Yes. Read. Now, my my um, 
one of the people I know, an mm. editor I know in publishing, said that's a bit for her. She was like, "Why wouldn't you take?" She was you like, do "Any author would take to a cover your back, yeah. but just you take the sensitivity. Yeah, the naiveness. If you take the sensitivity, read, and then someone says these things are inappropriate, yeah. you, you have to change them, and that's why people say no. But it's because again, it's that like, don't question. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's a level of like, why would I be questioned at all? And that I think is the most depressing thing as a minority. You're like. We think about you guys all the time mm. and you didn't even mm. think about the possibility you could be called out. Yeah. And all we do is think about you. And it's very tiring. There was a solution. Yeah. Try harder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're casting for actors. In, yeah. in comedy, quite often they'll say, there aren't any. <laughs> or we asked Ramesh. Yeah. Like they'll they'll yeah. say something like, oh, we, we did do our due diligence. I had been in a room yeah. that was all white and I said... I think it's a bit you uncomfortable told me about that it's this. all white. And they said, well, we did ask Sophie Duca, but she was busy. Oh. And I was like, yeah. Oh, that's I, the end of the I, conversation. I, I, I've wow, been told okay. a lot that um, because, because of the underrepresentation, the people who are good are too busy straight away. Yes, I've been told that. And as that's well. why you've been booked for this gig. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're Thank like, well, yeah. they're so busy. They're so busy. Yeah. Because they're so good, you know. Yeah. Like, well, the two, yeah. I was, the Athena Lou. Yes. yes. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Yeah. I've been yeah. taken off uh, lineups before. This is quite a few mm. years ago. Taken off stand up lineups before because we already have an Asian female, but we'll get you in for the next <laughs> one. And I was like, but that's absolutely fine for you to text me that. We've yeah. got one female already and she is Asian. So there's no point having both of you. Double bubble, mate. Yeah. Well, I think that they think sometimes these promoters who I would argue are slightly lower down the pecking order than white producers. <laughs> yeah. They think the audience would go, what? Haven't we always, already seen this one? Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I did a gig with Sok Ojla and everyone backstage kept congratulating me on her set. <laughs> <laughs> I hadn't been on yet. Just, and um, just they just kept mixing us up. Human beings are really flawed. Yeah, really and stupid actually. Aren't yeah, they? really. <laughs> that's why checks and balances are yeah. useful. You have to do extra work, and that's yeah. what's so horrible about the character of Juniper. She is not willing to no do work. any extra work, and even when so many people call her on stuff, she's she's always defensive. And she even says, doesn't she, that she, like, she has her line of like, well, you know, creatively, like, uh, you know, try, you know, she's got it down. Uh, it's yeah. amazing that I'm celebrating. I'm telling these stories; otherwise, they would remain untold. Like, I'm actually doing you a favor. Which is not going to people say that male feminists are better because yeah. men all listen to them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that argument. I thought it captured that really well. Yeah, and I, the desperate bad choices people make when they feel backed into a corner yes yeah yeah yeah. Um, but it, i didn't go oh i get why you're making that because mm. your back's against the wall yeah. the whole refusing a sensitivity read i feel like the author's witnessed someone do that oh mm. sure, sure sure and i feel yeah it felt real didn't she, it? i wondered whether this was her response to american dirt oh, that's what people say yeah. because genie yeah, is, the, is so similar to you know gene and juniper oh interesting it feels yeah uh, People assumed that it was absolutely about the furore. And then when it becomes about the internet and all of the different ways that people can jump on and then dissect, it did seem like she was also discussing the complicatedness of it. Mm. Yes, The author says that the book is about the loneliness of publishing. Mm. And I was like, no, it's not. (laughs) It's absolutely not. That is an undercurrent and that is a theme within the book. But don't lie. That's not what it's about. Sometimes authors don't know what their book is about. Yeah, that's true. I've done an Edinburgh show. We've come up with a blurb before we've written the the show. Oh, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. This is like, to me, quite far down the rabbit hole, but there are bits where June is describing Athena in a way that I'm like, she doesn't sound like an East Asian woman at all. Her hair is curly. She's got massive eyes with big thick eyelashes 
what? <laughs> and I'm like, been <laughs> using is... your serum, but, babe. But, but, but was, that, was that so that she didn't use racialized stereotypes, do you think? I don't know, but I was like, so this is an East Asian woman. I'm looking at her yeah. picture as well. Like, East Asian women... We have no eyelashes. She That's describes her in anime. Yeah. She describes her in anime. Yeah. yeah. And so do you think like, she's satirising a white woman's version of Athena? Because June can't, June can't see Athena as a person. She only sees her fetishized, exotic. She's and beautiful. And everybody wants to be with her because she's, she's different. And I'm June and I'm brown-haired and American exactly. and boring. Exactly. And yeah. I think later on, and I would have liked a little bit more of this, of her going, hang on, maybe we were good friends. Hang on, maybe Athena was trying to reach out to me. Oh maybe my gosh, her hair was straight. Maybe, <laughs> yeah. What was she seeing? East Asian, she's seeing other East Asian women. Yeah. And that's, that, you know, not to spoiler it, but mm. that's, she's confusing yes. other East Asian women yeah. for the woman who her haunts friend. her life. Her <laughs> yeah. good other East Asian women that she has met. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so you're like, what are you seeing? Yeah, yeah. Because then she later on goes like, oh, the alt-right are looking at me like attractive, white. And you're mm. like, so you are attractive now. You could admit that yeah. you are attractive, but when Athena was doing better than you, you weren't you were attractive. Mm. I mean, she's so jealous of Athena. She's so yeah. obsessed. And and that's what I think is funny is the call out on social media when they're like, you know, you're this parasite and you're obsessed and you're jealous. And she's like, oh my God, this is awful. And you're like, it's a very harsh way of saying what's true. Mm. You definitely are obsessed with your best friend. You definitely were jealous. This has been driving you mad that you both started at Yale, had the potential and Athena just... The race thing aside, when other people are much more successful than us, we do also assume they've having they've had it a much easier. That mm. that success has mm-hmm. it's from the outside, it looks like it just fell. I don't anymore, don't but you? I definitely think when you're younger. I've certainly experienced, especially when there's started to be a shift in the industry as mm. an actor, um, at this uh, at this point I'm making from an actor's point of view, but when there started being a shift in the industry and all of the white actors, because there are so there mm. uh, there's so many, let's say it was mm. six years ago, some bigger roles started to go to Black oh gosh, men yeah. and brown men. So, for example, this is... Uh, so, if you've always had the run of the place, mm. it feels much, much, much more challenging. I was talking to an actor who I knew, uh, tall, attractive, male, white. The agent is saying to them, Oh, you didn't get it. Yeah. it they gave it to a black boy. I'm so sorry. Well, this, I think, is terrible. Yeah, this yeah. Is Imagine if we, every time, I've my whole told career... By male actors, it's just been quiet for me at the moment. And, and it's fine because all my parts are going to people mm. of colour. And it's yeah. fine. I'm like, well, you were losing parts quite a while ago, but to people of the same colour, yeah. no you still, the parts, they went to a white boy. Yours. Whereas, yeah. obviously, every call we got, we were like, yeah, so we went to a white girl, right? Yeah. Or the East yes. Asian part went to the white girl. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson, great. Yeah, but in terms of what we see, to come back to your point, it's so right. Mm. So on panel shows... Yeah. So very know, um, yep. very actively, they started to not uh, yeah, cast all homogeneously, white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. all white, all male, which is what, if you've watched TV from 10, 15 years ago, that is yeah. what you'll see on a, a sort of comedy, in inverted commas show. They don't make them like they used to. <laughs> if you feel that the world has become harder for you because you are now part of the majority, mm-hmm. which used to be just everyone, you don't look at uh, Rob Beckett and say, he's sitting in my seat. You mm-hmm. look at... Yeah, yeah. That's right. The othered person. Sophie Jupiter. Who's, who's new? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the person, you go, thief. Yeah. <laughs> thief of my place. We've had a lifetime of learning yeah. of how it feels to be like, I'm probably not going to get a space at the table. I'm probably not going to. Oh my God, that's great. I did get one. Mm. Okay. Whereas it, the other way around, you're like, this is my table. It all boils <laughs> down to 
white as neutral. Yeah, the baseline yes. is white male, yeah. let's say. And so any spike off of that neutral line on the graph is considered an anomaly, mm. an error. So it is, you know, you see Athena, despite uh, despite June's sort of personification of her, as being desperately lonely and trying to reach yeah. and, and having been through quite a... a um, you know her the, her one other relationship that we see portrayed in the book is also exploitative. Yeah, completely exploitative. And June's exploitative, <laughs> and she's just like friend. Yeah, can I have a friend? Um, but because she is such an other, and then that you know she gets mm. taken down for that later on in the book. But it's like unless you are the perfect minority. Yeah, the perfect immigrant. Like yeah, isn't it? exactly. Yeah, like- the perfect immigrant, which she is being. And even then, she was too perfect. And, but then, and, and, and again, there's something about that. Like, terms of like, know your place, know your parameters. Mm. Mm. I feel like Rebecca, the author, is is slightly calling out that white person who's like, no, no, I'm liberal, I'm for everyone. But you start scratching the surface of like, as long as I get the main, mm. as long as I get seat table and I get my food before them, I want everyone to be here. And so you start scratching June's character a little bit further, and you think you fell to that alt right quicker than you perhaps thought you were going to when you were at Yale. Because of, I think, the white fragility, which, you know, she goes, I'm going to do this good thing for the Asian kids. But as soon as there's one moment of discomfort, she's like, fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah. And it keeps... And fuck you as a community. As a community every time because it's like, how dare you? How dare you? So the effort is actually, she's not used to making effort in the other direction. One of the reasons I think this book is worth a read... It's but it's it, chat, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I feel like it's it does tackle so lots of, much lots stuff. Lots of responses, even if you don't like it. There's a you're you're not like oh, you're not bored by it. No, like no, it, it, no. But yeah, there might be people who are already having this conversation a lot. Yeah, true. Where, yes, I, yeah, yeah. it's not so fresh. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, for your listeners who are East Asian or like me, mixed, um, then you will probably there is a point where you're like ah. Oh, Tired. Yeah. yeah. I'm really tired. Producers should read this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's, you know, you're right. There are lots of really interesting, there's, we haven't even touched on it. I don't know if we mm. even have time, but like theft, the idea yeah. of yeah. theft. Yeah. What's, yeah. what's telling yeah. a story, what's we don't have stealing time. someone's story. <laughs> but like there's that as well. So there's, there's lots of different layers. I'm just, it was interesting to me reading it being like, oh, this crystallizes a lot of things about what I want from my art now and that is not escapism a likable relatable uh central character and not to read about my own real life struggles with social media (laughs) i do think at the end you know (laughs) i don't think this is a spoiler but you can judge in the end she chooses to be unhappy but infamous. Yes. Mm, yeah. And that's what makes me so sad about social media. And yeah. why I can't go on it because it, it's very me real. Out. And, and and there's a thing that at the moment, isn't there? I can't remember. I always say to my boyfriend, mm. I read an article. I didn't. I saw something on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Instagram. That's the new article. It's yeah. a new, new article. article. It's a very, very yeah. short little chat. Yeah. 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 But then when people feel like something is coming for them, yeah, they will go to the right wing. And I think that probably is addictive. Yeah, and because like it's a crowd of people going, validating, ignore them, validating, you're right. Yeah. Ignore them, I agree with you. I feel like the, Rebecca is saying is that some people are in it 
to be heard no mm. matter what they say. Mm. Oh, Just, well, like, some 100%. people, and this is where it kind of crosses over with that dream scenario film as well. Some yeah. people are so desperate to be remembered. Yes, legacy. And it's not like, well, you don't have the talent to mm. do that. To be, you yes. can be remembered no Being matter what skill you have. Or you saying can be awful remembered. Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But at, at a cost. At a cost. Or consciously, someone one day will throw your statue into, into the canal. Into canal. <laughs> but your statue was there. Yeah. How else will we remember how racist we were? <laughs> <laughs> well, as we come to the end. Let us thank Egg. <laughs> thank you so much for talking to us about Yellowface. It was oh, so nice. Really interesting. Guys. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Weirdos Book Club. Next week's book guest is no one or loads of people. It's a book gift guide. We will be going to the shops and helping you decide what book to buy for your loved ones this festive season. It's a last minute gift that won't go off. Cariad's book, You Are Not Alone, is available in all of the shops. And I'm doing special festive personalised copies of my novel Weirdo if you go to Fox Lane Books. And you can buy tickets for our live show at Foils on the 25th of January. So do that now and buy it as a Christmas present for someone you love. Thank, Thank you, you for reading, reading with us. We like reading with you. See ya. <laughs> End that on your note. 